Hey, this is Chris Sommichter. I want to welcome you to the God Taught Me Show. And I'm here with my main man, Pots and Pans, TJ Laurie. What's up, TJ? Chris, my homie with the chrome domey. You know, I always think that Pots and Pans thing is going to get old. Like, but every time you say it, it always brings a smile to my face. Oh, that's so awesome. I appreciate that, man. Hey, I don't even know where I got it from. I, I know it just it came out like the very first episode, pots and pans, and I was like, what? I remember sitting on the other side of the table, like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Main man, pots and pans. I love it. That's right. Hey, so uh, what's been going on, man? It's all good, you know. Just got done, uh, like we talked about in the that last broadcast. Had the golden opportunity to preach at several different churches recently, and uh, just. You know, sharing uh, about prayer, sharing about how we can rely on God as a dad, as a father. And what's so cool, TJ, is I've been speaking at all these different churches, and folks that have been going to church for a long time have come up to me, you know, at the end of the services and say, you know, I don't really pray about, you know, such things as one guy said, I heard your message, I went home and I had a, had a light on, um, engine light. You know when the engine light comes the on? Check your dash, engine light? Check engine yeah. light. So he prayed about it, and of course the engine light went out right the next day when he started his truck up. But here's the thing, you know, he's an older gentleman. He's been in church for a long time. He legitimately shared with me that he would have never prayed about that. Right. You know, and so it's all part of the experience of experiencing God as a father, as a dad, because when you're praying about everything, you're in constant communication with this one who we call God, but more in the form of a father. So it's, uh, it's been cool to see lives changed and people gravitating towards God as a dad, as a father, through the simple message of praying about everything. So that's what I've been up to, and uh, you know, we'll share a little bit about prayer today in uh, today's broadcast. Yeah, man, and you know what? I want to just, like, if I could dumb it down a little bit, too. I heard you, first of all, I want to apologize to the listeners out there for uh, last week's radio broadcast and the, and the quality. Um, oh. Chris asked me if we should post it, and I, I still felt like it should go out um, because the message was so good, and um, it was great to hear Billy on there. Billy sounded great. Billy sounded great. He always sounds great. Yeah, you're, you, on the <laughs> other hand, I don't know what you were doing. We don't know what we happened don't know to the what microphone. Um, but yeah, it was a day where I had to step out. Um, I had some things I was dealing with, and you know, had a bit of a rough week, and I heard you mention something. I told you a story earlier in the day about um, I, had, I had a rough week and a rough night, and there was one night where I, I honestly I couldn't sleep, and it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I thought I, I just need to talk to somebody, and um, I you know I was praying and just like I just still just could not fall asleep, so I called my dad, and my dad answered, mm-hmm. and we talked for like an hour and a half at like one thirty in the morning. Um, and it's just so cool. Like I had never, until I heard you say that on the radio with Billy about how that's how, you know, God sees us. He's there waiting for us to talk to him at any time. He, he wants that relationship with us. I hadn't even thought about that like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And it was just cool to hear you say that. And um, man, just to, yeah, to think about that. That's how God looks at us and that's how God loves us. It's, it's so cool. And we can really like, we can really just talk to him. Isn't it amazing? You know, about it's a check engine simple. light. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, two plus two is four. You know, and I try to keep things simple, you know, about God and about prayer. And the simplest way that we can look at God is he's a father. Of course, you have to accept Jesus Christ. You know, we all had to do that. Mm-hmm. We're not born Christians, contrary to what some people believe. Right, they that believe if you're born into a Christian family, that makes you a Christian, right? Yeah, that's... That's not what the Bible teaches, and thankfully, 
me and you know God as a father by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We both did it at different times in our life. I was actually mm-hmm. 30 years old when I did it, and uh, just last year. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Several yeah. Years. Hey, <laughs> we're the same age. What you, you're only a year older than me. That's right. <laughs> So and I th- I believe you did it a lot younger. Twenty. Well, I I was one of those people. I was raised in in a church family in a Christian family and going to church my whole life. And then, as life progressed, you know, with sports and just you know growing up, I just distanced more and more and more. And I had those like come to the altar moments during like youth retreats when I was really young, you know. Yeah. Um. But it, I don't want to say oh it didn't take you know because but it's it's unfortunately it's not a magic prayer it has to really happen in your heart. Right. And I can't really say that it ever happened in my heart because I truly walked away for a long time, mm. um, and just had no I didn't care. And then I realized when I was 22, I was like, oh my goodness, this is all true. All the stuff that people have been telling me my whole life, it's all true and it's all real, and I gotta have it. Wow. So yeah, I was 22, going on 23. Where that process, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Me. So seven well, years, eight, seven, eight years now. Right. And so I just had a lunch with a gentleman who's 69, and I think he accepted the Lord not too long ago. But everybody has different, you know, moments with God. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's the same moment when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Meaning, you ask you ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins through the means and the mechanism, the beating and the death and the resurrection of Jesus mm. Christ. The Bible teaches that when any of us do that, no matter what denomination we're attending, no matter if we're not even attending church, the Bible says that when that happens, God adopts us into his own household, Ephesians 1.5, and he becomes our father. So, you know, like for me, I was religious, but I didn't know God as a father, right? Right. So now that got corrected by me, accepting Jesus Christ. Now I know God as a father, but I may not still know, experience God as a father. And the best way to experience God as a father is to pray and communicate with him about everything. Meaning if you're going to go get a used car, you would be praying about it, kicking the tires with God as your father, you know, praying under your breath, you know, whatever it may be, because the Bible says that God never sleeps nor slumbers, meaning he's always awake. He's always available. He's ready for us at any moment, any given moment of the day. So when you called your dad that night at 1 o'clock in the morning, he answered. When you when you first told me that story, man, the, the first thing I thought of, which I told you, was, man, that's just like God with us, you know, all the time. And it ministered to me. Right. I think that's so cool how that hit you like that because it didn't hit me like that at all. You know, wow. like thinking, I'm just thinking, I just called my dad to talk. Yeah, you know, and there he was, and and the way that it hit you like that, it just it totally changed my perspective. Yeah, no, it's it just so cool. it gave me a perfect picture of God mm-hmm. as a father because some people don't have their earthly dads here on earth anymore, like, like me. So I gravitate, I rely on God as a dad. You know, yes, I respect him as a God. He's the only God. The Bible says he's El Elyon, the Most High God. However, for me, for Chris Einwechter, I need a dad. Yeah. To be honest with you. Me too. I, I do, man. Yeah. I need a father in my life. I need somebody to teach me things and, and to walk and do life with me because, TJ, you know, especially in ministry, you know, we're both in ministry. Ministry is one of the most challenging jobs you'll ever have, mm. right? And so not only with ministry, but just life, raising kids, being married, you know, um, everything that comes with life, friends passing away, relatives passing away. You know, all these things. Uh, what I'm trying to tell you to our listeners is, man, to go through life with God as a father 
is the best way to go through life. Period. End of broadcast. We'll see you next week. I'm just kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. So that's what I'm talking about. And I also want to talk about today what was on my heart was prayer takes time sometimes. You know, I've been working with, for the last six months, I've been working with a marriage. And I'm no marriage expert by any means. The only thing that I really know how to do is seek the Lord in prayer, right? Right. Because of the things that we just talked about in the beginning of this broadcast, because God's a Father, and He gives us access to His throne when we accept Jesus Christ. So I've been working with a marriage, you know, it's kind of been rough. And uh, basically the backstory is the, the, the woman involved in the marriage basically fell in love with another man on social media who lives far away. And, uh, you know, it created, as you can imagine, created a lot of havoc, trouble, heartache in this marriage. And one of the beginning stages of working with this gentleman, all we could do is pray. That's what else can we do? Right. What you else can you, you do? You can't reach into somebody's chest. Yeah. Like, what are you going to hold her down? And, and, and right. And yeah. turn her heart in a certain direction. You can't do that. But you can pray. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. It looked ugly. It looked horrible. It was ugly. And it was horrible. But over time, this marriage is beginning to blossom again. Wow. The relationship that I spoke of on social media has been, looks like it's been severed. Uh, we've seen many, many, many miracles through the whole process. And the guy gave up several times, right? But we kept praying. You know, sometimes he didn't want to pray, but I would call him up on the phone and say, let's pray right now for your marriage. I would call him up mm. the next day, let's pray right now. Let's pray right now. Because I explained to him that prayer to me, in my mind, is like an airstrike of F-16s. Like in the military, when you think of the United States Air Force and the F-16s that drop bombs or whatever, Prayer is like that. Prayer is like an airstrike on the enemy's territory, where what we call there is strongholds in people's lives and people's marriages and people's finances and strongholds in our hearts. Well, what what softens that up is an airstrike of prayer. You know, you don't give up. Luke 18, 1 says, men always ought to pray and never give up. So I'm starting to see great things happen, but we're not giving up. We're not backing off in prayer. I Actually, I prayed with this gentleman yesterday. Even though things are looking good, I don't want to back off in prayer, you know, yet. And uh, and now I'm working with another marriage. It's basically in the beginning stages of, you know, if you were to look from the outside in, you would say there's no way that this marriage is going to make it. And that's how the husband feels right now. He feels like, you know what, go ahead, Chris, you can pray for the marriage right now. But because I've been in that stage with this other marriage, it's now beginning to have success. Mm. I'm trying to encourage this other individual don't give up, man. Let's 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 pray. Believe me, prayer works. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is, TJ, he doesn't believe it. Yeah. So I'm just being totally honest and totally transparent right now on the radio and telling you real life situations that are occurring. But my prayer is that this guy will have a spark in his heart to say, you know what? Go ahead and pray. I don't have the strength to pray right now, but you go ahead and pray, brother. Pray for my marriage. But I'm praying for him and her. That, you know, obviously God's will be done in that marriage, which is for that marriage to prosper and to thrive and to bring glory to God, which gives me a green light to pray. First John five fourteen. If we pray anything according to God's will, he hears us. So 
it's the beginning stages. But I just want to say to our listeners right there, if you're going through a hard time, if, if, if you're praying about something, you're not seeing any results, please do me a favor. Please don't give up. Please continue to pray. Please ask God for wisdom. Please make an appointment daily. Set it on your phone, your, your, your watch, whatever it is. Pray, pray, and pray. And do what Jesus said. Men all, all never to give up and always should pray, Luke 18.1. Because I'm telling you something, it's like an airstrike. You will see the glory of God if you believe and you continue to pray. Cool. So let me ask you something, Chris. How come prayer takes time? Wow, there's a lot of different reasons for that. And uh, me and you have been talking about a thing called God's timing. Right. You know, and uh, it's such a key factor in our lives because as a father, you know, I don't want my daughters to get hurt. I want my daughters to be successful. But there are things that I can give them that I can't give them. There are things that need to be worked out in their lives that they're, they're not ready for yet. Mm. And, and timing, and I've withheld, you know, different things in our lives, you know, Maybe, you know, your kid asks you for a buck knife, you know, which is a knife, you know, a hunting knife. Uh, you know, it's, and they're four years old. Well, you can't, you yeah, want to, you're not you, going to give them that. You want to bless them, but you can't give them that buck knife, that hunting knife at that age or, or whatever it may be, you know. Uh, so timing is a critical issue when raising children, but it's also a critical issue in heaven with God, with us. There are certain things that have to happen, have to fall into place that are all surrounding God's timing. Right. It's funny because, I mean, we've, we've talked about that before. We And I remember we brought up Daniel one time before because yeah, Daniel. Daniel in the lion's dead and he's praying and praying and, you know, nothing's happening. And then eventually the angel comes and says, you don't know what I've been up to. Right. Like, it took me forever to get here. Yeah, 21 days. 21 days, yeah. Daniel so, chapter 10. Yeah, so, you know, we don't, like we've always said, you, don't, you also don't know what's going on in the spiritual realm right. that's happening behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, like, I, I think about my own life and what's going on, and um, I've told you multiple times, like, Chris, I'm just tired of praying for this stuff. Right. You know, and, and you actually just, what you said spoke to me that, um, uh, what, what was the verse that you said where you just keep, keep at it, you keep praying? Oh, Luke 18, Luke 18, yeah. Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he went on in Luke 18, 1, verse 2, he starts to tell a story about a widow. You remember the story? Yeah. She goes before the judge, and she mm -hmm. is so persistent that the judge, who the Bible says is an unjust judge, and uh, he renders a just decision. Jesus pointed that out. He said, here we have an unjust judge, meaning we have a wicked, corrupt judge who rendered a correct, just decision because of one word, persistence. Yeah. It's amazing, that word persistence. And I always tell people, because the other thing, there's two things, you know, there's more things, but there's two things primarily with prayer when we don't see an answer. There's God's timing, and there's resistance from Satan. Right. Right? So with God's timing, we have to be patient and trust him, but with resistance from Satan, we have to be persistent. Persistence overcomes resistance right you yeah. know and it's true that's one it's thing a good that reminder the, yeah that's one like so these two marriages that i described the first one that i'm telling you we're just starting to see success after six and eight months of prayer six to eight months of continuous prayer yeah right nothing happened overnight and i'll tell you it did a major work in this gentleman's life in his prayer life and and his faith in god 
has has went up. That would be my hope for the second one because you know he, like you said, he doesn't even want to pray right now. And I've been there. I know what that's like. Right. I know. I know where. You know, I've prayed so much and worried so much about something and I'm not seeing an answer, at least the answer that I want to see. And I'm like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. I just Obviously, this isn't going to ha- That's my thought process that this isn't going to happen. But my, as you're talking, my hope and my prayer for him would be that from you praying that he would see breakthroughs in his marriage and he would fall back on, you know, in his life. Wow, this really does work. Right. You know, just like the first guy, like now the first guy seeing all this breakthrough. Exactly, I mean, and and, and the, one of the factors is for him is he's very discouraged, talking about the second guy who's just yeah. starting out, and he's at this point where some people get to, he's like, well, I'm just going to, it's just going to end, people end their marriages, so I'm going to be one of them. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Chris, you can continue to pray, but I pretty much had it, and that's the point I'm in in my life, so, you know, in the next broadcast, I like to talk about why we do what we do next week's broadcast and how it can change our hearts, change God's heart, and really bring some power behind your prayer life. But for now, I want to just continue this broadcast and tell people not to give up. Because why? Why Why wouldn't you give up when you see an impossible situation? Why? Because we still have a God in heaven who hears and honors prayer. God is a pro-prayer God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He loves prayer more than me and you love to pray it. You know? Why does God do things on earth through prayer and not just do them? Why wouldn't he just fix this marriage right now? Why wouldn't God just step in and fix the second marriage we're talking about without one prayer being spoken? Right. That's a great question because I would say he already knows that this marriage is broken, right? Right. So So why why can't he fix it? You know why? One word. Glory. Glory meaning Mm. credit, honor. Who gets the credit for if God just steps in, unbeknownst to you, God fix a situation in your life, and you don't even know God did it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really, you would think, oh, no. Like, you wouldn't even think about it. You'd just say, oh, this just happened. That's great. Coincidence. Coincidence. Yeah. So God gets no glory. Amen, yeah. Right? And, And people don't experience God, which is how we started about talking about the broadcast. How do you experience God? Well, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have to do that. Your sins have to be forgiven. Otherwise, you're going to pay for your sin, and you don't want to do that because you're not going to make it because the only thing that can pay for your sins is something that was sinless and died. Well, we're all, we've all sinned, the Bible says, and fallen short of the glory of God, so we need to accept Christ. But after that, we need to experience God. The best way, the best way, the best way to experience God is as a father through the means and the mechanism of prayer. Praying about everything is is without question the best way to get to know who he is. You know? So Right, and then like how we started the show, if God is our father, if he wants to be our father, if he wants to be that guy who's there at one o'clock in the morning for you, then that's prayer, man. That's uh, why he wants us to pray to him amen. because he wants to be our father. He amen. wants to be your go to. Amen. So, yeah, yeah. So Well, you know what? We're going to wrap this broadcast up just hoping and praying that you receive this message of experiencing God as a father. And, uh, you know, we pray that you do that. If you're listening to us and you're going through a hard time right now, please send us an email at info at godtaughtme.com. Info, I-N-F-O, at 
me.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear feedback, right, TJ? Oh, we love feedback. Yeah, we love feedback. Unless we it's l- the kind on the microphones like you had last week. <laughs> right. No, we don't want that feedback. But we want to help people. And yeah, I know that's definitely. your heart, and that's my heart. We want to help people get through the trying times that they're going through. So, And we want to give away some stinking books for free, right? That we do. Yeah. So we have this Worry Less, Pray More book that Chris uh, so awesomely wrote. So if you're interested well, in getting you. a copy of Worry Less, Pray More, you can do that on the website as well, godtaughtme.com. And it's free. It is absolutely free. This one-time, every-time offer, free. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're not allowed to sell it. Nope. That's what the Lord laid on our hearts. So if folks just pay for the shipping, if they're listening to us right now in Iowa, which we had an order from Iowa this week. So cool. We had an order from Michigan. We have had an order from North Carolina. We've had an order from, got an order today from somewhere in the United States. Oh, Sellersville, Pennsylvania today. There you go. Yeah, so all this week we've had people order books from all over the country. Wow. And if you guys would just cover the shipping, which is about $2.99, we'll send you a book. We'll pay for the book uh, through the Lord's blessing, but if you pay for the shipping, you get a book. So uh, we'd love to give you one. But uh, let's just close in in prayer, and uh, why don't you close us, TJ, praying for the folks. Yeah, definitely. All right, Father God, we just thank you so much for this time that we can have uh, broadcasting on the radio, and um, just thank you for meeting us here today and just ordaining this program, God. So um, I know that there are people out there that are listening um, that want to give up on prayer, God. They want to give up on their current situation. So um, I just pray that you just would move into their lives, God, and um, just give them that uncanny um, just realization that you're there and that you're going to solve their situation, um, but they can't give up on prayer because it's, it's how we come to know you as a father, God. So, God, I just pray for, for everybody listening that, um, that when we are up against tough times, that the first thing we would do is come to you yes. and not try to handle the situations on our own, God. Because like Chris said, uh, it's the best thing that we can do is, is come to you in prayer. Mm. So, God, we love you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In your name, amen. amen. God bless you. See you next week.